Ticket stubs and cassette tapes. I'm Andy, and I'm your host. Uh, today is October the eighth, two thousand and twenty-three. You can find our recent podcast episodes wherever you listen to podcasts on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Doesn't matter. It's probably going to be there wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, we have been doing the Ticket Stubs Oktoberfest uh, recently. So on that, I've you know reviewed some horror movies. I just recently uh, released an episode uh, of my review of The Exorcist Believer, the new David Gordon Green directed Exorcist sequel. Uh, so you can find that up on the podcast as well as the other episodes. Uh, but it's been a little while since we've talked some Star Wars, and there is some new Star Wars content to talk about. Of course, I'm talking about the Ahsoka series that uh, just recently finished up on um, Disney+. Plus. Uh, well, I, sh- I guess I should say season one uh, just wrapped up. So we got eight episodes, and um, yeah, I'm here to talk about it today. Uh, some of you may be wondering, why did you not break down each episode? Well, I don't typically like to do that on some of these shows because you know there's just going to be episodes even in these little mini series uh shows where there's just not as much going on and, and they can be filler type of episodes and to be really honest with you reviews on episodes like that kind of or just kind of come across to me as boring and and there's just not much there to talk about so Usually what I do on some of these shows, uh, I think I did it with uh, the Book of Boba Fett, and I'm going to do a variation of it here, is that I reviewed half the season when it was halfway over, and then the other half of the season, and the season as a whole, basically, uh, when the show was over, or the season was over. Um, Here, I'm just going to review the whole season. I I haven't reviewed anything on Ahsoka yet. So this is the first time I'm talking about the show whatsoever. Um, so it's kind of easier now that we have the full context of the first season to kind of sit back and, and wrap my head around it and talk about it. So that's what we're going to talk about today. But before we get to that, I do want to make mention we are on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, at Ticket Stubs and Cassette Tapes, you'll find our uh, our uh, pages there. Excuse me. Um, so give those a follow, uh, make sure you get, you subscribe to whatever podcast platform you're listening to. Uh, again, you know, just about everything out there we're on. So, uh, make sure to subscribe to us so that you get notifications when, uh, I post a new show. 
Um, and make sure to leave us a rating and review. That would be much appreciated. A five-star rating would be very much appreciated. So, uh, yeah, make sure to do that. You can also check out our YouTube channel as well, although it's mostly our Ecto-1 radio uh, stuff is up there right now. Again, I plan to expand that at some point, but just have not yet. Uh, but if you're a Ghostbusters fan, we do a, an Ecto-1 radio show that's twice a month. Uh, just released the newest episode today, actually, so you can go check that out as well. And then I have some gaming videos up on YouTube uh, from the Ghostbusters games that you can check out there as well. Okay, let's talk about Ahsoka. Um, eight episodes just wrapped up this past uh, Tuesday, uh, as I'm recording here. Um, obviously, this uh, this show is based off of the Ahsoka characters that you know we have come to know and love from uh, you know the Clone Wars series, uh, Rebels, Star Wars Rebels, um, and you know she's been a part of the Mandalorian uh, as well. So it's been you know she's she's been around for a little while now. She's obviously not a character that was created out of the movies the original movies but she um you know has she has come along through television which is kind of uh a new a newer thing i get i guess for star wars relatively speaking a character that is a fan favorite being developed out of a, a, a show and uh and so that's pretty cool to see you know and i do like the character of ahsoka i'll be honest with you uh you know i kind of thought that when she was kind of introduced as Anakin's Padawan. I, I It took me a little while to kind of get on board with that idea. Um, and I, there may be some of you who are still like this, but, you know, it was just my believing that how in the world could Anakin have had, you know, a Padawan, uh, especially, you know, in the time period that we're, we're talking about, you know, when, you know, I mean, he was even denied you know, a seat on the Jedi Council. Um, and they granted him the rank of master right before he turned to the dark side, but he was denied a seat on the council. I, I, I just had a hard time believing that this council would, um, you know, give him a an, an apprentice. But to be honest with you, I've come around to that. And, uh, you know, especially the way that they developed those characters and that relationship and, and fleshed the story out. I think Dave Filoni's done a pretty good job there. So, um, you know, this was a show that a lot of people were excited for uh, because a lot of people are fans of the Clone Wars series and the Rebel series, uh, myself included. I was an avid watcher of, of those uh, shows and, and, you know, still go back and check them out, um, you know, every now and again. So this was a show I was excited to see. Now, what is my overall thought of the show now that it is wrapped up? Well, you know, I kind of thought that there were some good moments in it. Um, again, obviously, if you watched the shows, the you know, the Clone Wars and Rebels, especially Rebels, mostly Rebels, um, the show is going to appeal to you a little bit more because it's kind of tailored to fans of those shows. Um, and again, if you haven't seen those, I would encourage you to go back and watch them. They're fun. You do have a lot of filler episodes that are tailored more towards kids, but at the same time, there are good stories there. Again, Dave Filoni did a good job. So, um, you know, they're fun. They're, they're fun watches. 
Um, but you're going to get a little bit more out of this series if you watched those. And because I did, I appreciated a lot of moments in this series. And I want to, you know, kind of start right off the top here with mentioning, um, you know, some of the actors and, and, and characters they played. Obviously, I thought Rosario Dawson, you know, she did a good job with Ahsoka. She's done a, a pretty good job with it pretty much across the board so far, playing that adult version of Ahsoka. Um, I thought that Natasha Liu Bordizo, sorry, I'm going to butcher some of the names. Oh, she did a pretty good job as Sabine. I thought there were moments where... Um, I thought there were moments where there were there were some highlights for her, and and I'm interested to see what they're gonna do with that storyline now, going forward with like her her Jedi training and all that. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Hera again, pretty good, but there's just not a whole lot there this season. Um, you know, I, I feel like with her character, they ju- there just wasn't a whole lot going on, and I think that that the way that they built it up at at the end of the season here. Going into the next season, um, I think that she'll have more to do. Obviously, her, you know, kind of now being linked back up with Ezra. Um, and so I think that'll be an interesting dynamic with, with her and her son and Ezra. So I'll be interested to see how that works out. Um, Diana Lee in Inosanto. I'm sorry, some of these names are going to be a little butchered. Uh, as Morgan Elsbeth, I thought she was pretty good. I... I don't really know that I would have had that epic little opening at the end, you know, at the end of the show there at the beginning of the the last episode with her getting this newfound kind of power from the witches and this really cool sword and and have her just kind of die off there at the end. I kind of understand um I understand why they put her in the position that they put her in, uh but at the same time, you know, I feel like maybe they could have expanded upon that character a little bit more um, throughout the the series, but um, you know we'll see. We'll see what they end up doing, um, and and you know it, it's just hard to tell until we see another uh, season and see maybe how that character could have factored into the show. I thought Ray Stevenson as Balin Scroll was really good. I, I really enjoyed that character. Um, Obviously, they set him up to have a different kind of role in the second season. They're going to have to recast. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Ray, Ray Stevenson sadly passed away here pretty recently. So they're going to have to recast that part. And that will be really interesting to see um, what they do with that character. He's an interesting character. And I, and I kind of hope we spend a little bit more time uh, with him going forward. Ivana Sakno uh, as Shin Haiti. Um, she was his uh, apprentice, uh, Balin's apprentice. Um, she was okay. Again, just not much there for that character, but you can kind of see maybe that she's learning the dynamics of, you know, the kind of relationship that he has with people around him. It's not as cut and dry as just, you know, we're Jedi and we're you know, we're with the good guys or we're Sith and we're, we're with the bad guys. They're, they're, they're almost just more, you know, like mercenary style, um, warriors. So 
Um, it is interesting to see the dynamic between those two characters and how that will play out in another season. Uh, but, you know, I thought that they were both, they had some really good fight scenes. I thought she, she had some good stuff in the show. So, again, we'll see how the character develops going forward. Lars Mikkelsen as, as Thrawn I thought was good. I thought I thought he was really good at playing the character, but at the same time, I just feel like Thrawn was not as epic um, in the season as I really thought they they would go with that character. I, I, I just thought that, you know, he did a lot of just standing around and telling people what to do, and I get that that's what Thrawn does, but there were just some... I would have loved to have really had like that a bigger epic like Thrawn is a really big threat and we need to understand that. I would have really have enjoyed you know seeing more of that or you know a bigger example of that in the season. And again, maybe they'll do that in season two now that he's coming back to sort of the main part of the galaxy, which will be an you know interesting to see within the timeline how that's all going to play out. But um, I thought that Lars Mikkelsen was good, and I'll be again. I'll be interested uh, to see what they do with the character moving forward, and how again how that plays out uh, within the show. Uh, Hayden Christensen back as Anakin. He was he was really good. I thought the CGI on his face when we first see him. I think at the end of episode four. Uh, I thought that was a little wonky, to be honest, uh, but they did kind of do a better job, I felt, in episode five and then at the end of the last episode when we see him again. Um, episode five, he was phenomenal. I thought thought he was really good. That's by far the best episode of the series where you kind of revisit the Clone Wars and you know flashbacks uh, through Ahsoka, a younger Ahsoka with Anakin. Thought that dynamic was really good. It was really cool to see a live action uh, version of some of that stuff play out. Uh, you know, it almost makes me kind of wish we could go back and do more of that kind of stuff because, you know, with the Clone Wars, when you talk about the prequel era and the Clone Wars, we got some cool stuff in the prequels, but being able to see stuff like that play out on a more intimate level, just seeing them run the battlefield in live action form and seeing some of that stuff play out that we just didn't get to in the prequels because there was so much big, big bigger picture stuff going on. Um, I'd love to see some more of that stuff. I know that, um, you know, that's probably not going to happen because, you know, those, there's just a lot of areas there that we've just spent so much time exploring. And I know that they're probably going to move on to something else, but, um, really enjoyed him. I thought that, you know, and, and, and good for Hayden Christensen, really, honestly, he has really, really turned his profile within the Star Wars community around within the last few years. I feel like as the people who were kids during the prequels, as they have grown up, um, I, I think you're seeing more of the appreciation for him and, you know, and the way he played Anakin, I think you're just really starting to see some of that stuff come out. And, you know, I, to be honest with you, I never thought he deserved a lot of the hate that he got. I mean, you know, some of the stuff in the prequels that, that go uh, a little a little awry, um, it's, a lot of it's not his fault. I mean, he didn't write scripts. He didn't write the dialogue. He didn't do that stuff. He just played it as he was told to play it. And And so if you think some of the stuff comes off a little 
cheesy or over the top in those movies, a lot of that's direction and George Lucas and script writing. I mean, a lot of that stuff's not his fault. And and him coming back and and being kind of a fan favorite now is really cool to see, honestly. And and uh, you know, really enjoyed him within the show. I thought the best again, the best episode was episode five, and that's no secret. I mean, that's the highest rated episode on on all of the uh, movie uh, movie sites. So, you know, again, just not not a not a shock there. Um, in mine, as fondy as Ezra. Thought he was good. Um, I'm really, really interested to see almost more than anything out of this show. I'm, I'm really interested to see how they're gonna play with the character of Ezra and what they're gonna ultimately do with him because you know Ezra is kind of this respected uh, within this little small community of people. At least he's a respected. Jedi who's been gone for a long time but is now coming back and this is after Return of the Jedi so we know somewhere between here and The Force Awakens which is I think about what like a 30 year period uh, somewhere in here all of these characters within the grand scale of the universe are not there anymore I mean they might be alive, some of them, but they're not a factor, right? Because we know what happens by the time you get to The Force Awakens. We know the state of the universe. Obviously, the First Order has taken over, and there's all that stuff going on that, that takes place in the sequel trilogy. And these guys aren't a part of it. So it's going to be interesting to see how they tie that all together or wrap it up, I guess I should say. I don't know what their plans are as far as you know, how many seasons they're going to take this show, um, or what their plans are for the seasons, what, what the storyline is going to be. Obviously we're going to have to wait for all that to, 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 to know all that stuff. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll just be interested to see what they do with these characters, especially Ezra and Ahsoka, you know, with them two being, uh, you know, I don't want to say Jedi, he is, but she's not, um, but, you know, you know what I mean, these, these lightsaber-wielding warriors, I'll be honest, I'll be, uh, interested to see what happens to them, um, and, yeah, we'll see where they go with that. All in all, the season was fun, it was fun to watch a, a lot of it, um, I thought maybe they spent a little too much time on the planet where, Ezra and Thrawn were, uh, to be honest with you, I, I kind of thought that they could go in earlier in the season and then have what we happened at what happened at the end of the season have it happen a little earlier, and we could kind of get that ball rolling. And they really, really wanted to let all that stuff play out of of them, you know, getting to the planet and then uh, eventually Thrawn getting off the planet. They really wanted to stretch that out to the whole to make up the whole season. And I really think you could have just moved along a little faster on that. Um, because sometimes it felt like there was a lot happening, but not really much happening at all. And, uh, you know, especially with those first, like, three episodes of the season, they felt slow and, you know, there were some high points in them, but there was also a lot of, uh, you know, 
when are we getting to Thrawn and Ezra? <laughs> you know, it felt that there was a lot of that going on early in the season. So, um, you know, I, I, I do think some of that stuff could have been, you know, sped up a little bit more. Um, I did. I also want to mention. I really did like the uh, the droid character Huang uh, Huang. I believe is how you pronounce it. Uh, played by David Tennant. I thought I thought that was a really good droid character. Obviously, um, he's a droid who's been around a while uh, within the Jedi Order, and he knows a lot of things. And uh, I'll be interested to see what they do with that character um, moving forward. I think he's going to die at some point. It doesn't almost just seem like that's bound to happen <laughs> you know just kind of seems like that's um uh, that's where that is headed and i don't i can't really explain why but uh, it just kind of feels like that to me um on imdb this sh- season hold currently holds a 7.8 rating um just for a little reference there the obi-wan show had a 7.1 um the Mandalorian has an 8.7. That feels about right to me. I, I think there were parts of Obi-Wan that I've enjoyed a little bit more than some of the higher points in this show. But all in all, I thought that, you know, this show was, um, it was, again, it was enjoyable. Um, the only thing about it is, and this is kind of what I was thinking about last night, and, and it's it's kind of a, a point to where I've gotten in Star Wars here currently that it's kind of become a little bit of a, I don't want to say a problem, but it's become something that's just been on my mind a little bit more lately. There's not a lot, there wasn't a lot of stuff in this show that felt like it was cinematic and... and you know, something that was just this big epic thing. And again, that kind of goes back to what I was talking about with Thrawn. I thought they could have played that character up a little bit bigger. But there there wasn't just a lot of big epic cinematic type moments. And that's kind of been like my my biggest worry with the, the TV shows. Because Star Wars for so long was this big grand epic on the big screen and there were a lot of big things happening and epic moments and that's kind of what star wars was going all the way back to the first movie and the the death star run and all that and it feels like with some of these shows you you're just not getting that and i kind of understand that part of that a big part of that is the difference between television and movies right television you're going to get slower more fleshed out stories whereas in movies you're going to get stories that are a little bit more compact but they're they have way bigger moments in them right but the problem with that is in star wars i think you need some of those big moments i I think that's just the way star wars works at this point it is fun to do these slow character studies but at the same time i think you also need those big moments like luke coming onto the ship of and and fighting those droids at the you know in the Mandalorian or um you know if you look at um you know some of the movies just some of the the big moments you get with big epic fights and all that you're just not getting it in, in these shows as much if at all at some points and I just feel like you need a little of both and I think that right now as a Star Wars fan what I'm missing is going to the theater 
and sitting down and watching a two-hour Star Wars movie. And I know that some of you, right off the bat, you're going to say, well, we got those with the sequel trilogy, and look what happened. And I get it. I, I get that You know, people have differing opinions on that. But at the same time, I mean, those were epic events, and, and you know, there were big Star Wars moments in those movies, if nothing else. And, you know, I... I, I I want people to make good Star Wars movies. Now, I just want to start there. But I do want to see some Star Wars movies. And so, you know, I know that there are people out there who say, well, you know, we need to do the TV shows and all that because, you know, that's that's what's working for Star Wars right now. And I agree with you. You know, when, when The Rise of Skywalker was over and the dust was starting to settle on some of the the dark times of Star Wars, which it kind of still feels like we're in at sometimes. Um, I said, well, I would just do TV shows for a while because less controversial, you have more time to flesh stuff out. Um, and you know, when people go to movie theaters and, and come out and, and give their opinions on stuff, it's just this big event. And if the movie is not good, you just get a lot of ranting on how bad the movies are and that people don't like them and things like that. Whereas with a show, when you get a more fleshed out story, people are a little less quick to rush to, um, you know, negativity on stuff like that, even if the show's not great. And I think Star Wars maybe just needs that right now. Well, I think we've gotten some good stuff in the past few years with the the television shows with with Star Wars, and I kind of think it's time to start looking at jumping back into some movies just to add to what we're getting on the television side. And I know that they're planning a movie uh, for this uh, TV show. You know, uh, I don't want to say universe because it's all the same universe, but. You know they're they're planning a movie that's going to involve the Mandalorian and Ahsoka and Boba Fett and all that, and that'll be awesome to see. I think that's what they always should do, is make these TV shows that uh, accumulate all the way up into being a movie at some point, and that would be really cool to see. Um, but I'm really feeling the fatigue of the TV shows at this point, and I know that's a weird thing to say. But sometimes, as much fun as it is to see fleshed out stories in TV shows, sometimes it's just, you just want to go to a theater and sit down and watch a two-hour epic. I mean, that's kind of where I'm at at this point. You know, I want to get really excited for a new Star Wars movie. And uh, and I'm kind of missing out on that right now. So, you know, we'll see. I know that, you know, right now, the feeling is is that Kathleen Kennedy is, is she's probably not going to be around Lucasfilm much longer. So I'm I'm sure that that may be part of the reason why we're not seeing you know the needle move very much on movies. But you know again it's just a wait and see type thing on what we're going to do. I know we have some movies announced. I have some uh, I have some disbelief that some of those things are going to happen. Um, I, there's some movies that they're, they're talking about making or have been talking about making for a while that I really just doubt that, that some of those movies are ever going to get made. But, uh, that's just my opinion and we'll see down the road. Uh, but yeah, guys, the, um, you know, for Ahsoka season one, enjoyed it, thought that there were some times where it got a little on the boring side and there wasn't much happening. 
but it was fun to see those characters back. It was fun to see them in live action form. It was fun to see Anakin and the really cool stuff between him and, and the Ahsoka and the flashbacks. The, the, the stuff where he was like, you know, changing into Vader and then back to Anakin and the, the Vader voice and the Anakin voice, that stuff was really cool and really well done. That, that was fun. I enjoyed that. Um, and there was some cool stuff, newer stuff within the story of Ahsoka. Some good characters that I like. Again, thought Thrawn was good. Thought Balin was good. Um, you know, so characters that I'm interested to see, you know, what they're going to do with them going forward. Um, and I thought that the way it wrapped up, uh, it left it in an interesting place to see what happens in Season 2. I hope that the whole plot of season two is is not them just trying to get back to that planet to get Ahsoka and Sabine because that's going to be just a little disappointing for me if that's the whole second season personally um, but we'll see how it plays out um, but yeah enjoyed the show overall as a whole you know again just thought that there were some areas where uh, it could feel a little bit more epic and and um, you know I think that some of the filler stuff they use in, in the sh in the Star Wars shows right now, some of that stuff can be cut out just a little bit. You know, if you want to cut an eight episode season down to six episodes, I'm not gonna be you know I'm not gonna complain too much about that if you're giving us quality content uh, that that's up on our screens. But uh, yeah, enjoyed it overall. Um, looking forward to whatever we get next in the Star Wars world. And I know if you're a Star Wars fan, you are as well. All right, guys, um, that's all I've got for now. Um, I'm Andy. I've been your host for today. Thank you for checking out this episode. Make sure to check out our, our other episodes up on the podcast as well. Uh, but this has been fun, and we'll catch you next time.